Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I'm pleased to speak with Jill Mott. She's a sommelier with Henry and & Son and talks to us every other week about beers, wines, and spirits. Good morning, Jill. Good morning, Emily. I feel a little off because it's Thursday. I know. Yeah. Wednesday. I know. I appreciate you making that little schedule adjustment for me there. But uh, let's go ahead and uh, talk about, well, what are we going to talk about today? Wine seven days a week. So it's no worries. We can do this on a <laughs> Sunday if people want to. Um, <laughs> I'm going to talk today about, so I know, I know a few weeks ago we talked about Chardonnay and rarely do I talk about grapes on this program that are specifically, we'll say, noble grape varietals that pretty much everybody's heard of, right? Like I'm not talking about Merlot and Cabernet Sauvignon all the time. Yeah. However, <laughs> I am really enamored with crazy, weird Sauvignon Blancs these days. So I wanted to talk about two of them that uh, they'll bring people a little out of their comfort zone if they love Sauvignon Blanc or savvy, uh, as the <laughs> New Zealanders call it. Okay. Um, and then I'll, I'll talk about a wine in honor of Women's History Month, National oh, Women's History Month. So nice. Sauvignon Blanc that's sparkling. Ooh. Yeah. Try to get your head around that. Who Yum. doesn't want that like all the time, right? <laughs> yeah. um, there's a guy by the name of Chris Christensen who's actually, he's native uh, of Iowan. And he found his way out west, started making wine, and he made the country's first sparkling Sauvignon Blanc like almost a decade ago. And it's become a wild success. The winery is called Bodkin, B-O-D-K-I-N, and naturally I'll, um, I'll give send you some links to put up for everyone to reference. Mm -hmm. He was joined by a buddy of his, Andrew Chambers, um, who's, who's actually from Oregon, and they've been ever since producing Californian wines that are really fun, that are for all occasions, right? They want to make their wines as enjoyable if you're celebrating a wedding, uh, in a marriage, or if you're like taking a bath or watching Netflix, you know, <laughs> okay. which I think is really cool um, because they're just trying not to be, you know, their wines are always very fairly priced, mm. very accessible. Mm -hmm. And the Sauvignon Blanc is just really um, light, uh, ethereal. It's kind of made, um, well, not kind of, it is made just like Prosecco. So the um, bubbles actually happen in a tank, not in the bottle, okay. um, which make them really fun and kind of big and playful bubbles. And it's got that citrusy, those citrusy tones that people that like Sauvignon Blanc would like, but they're a little bit more minerally, definitely a dry wine. And it's just really fun and way to get out uh, of your comfort zone if you like Sauvignon Blanc and want to try something new. Nice. Another wine that's a little bit more left field, but for us it's right field because we have to travel across the pond and go to Greece, is a wine from a producer called um, Enogenesis. And this producer is located in the Drama region of Greece. So we're oh. very far up in the northeastern area, um, close to, you know, Thrace, Macedonia. And this guy is making skin-fermented Sauve Blanc, which is like, oh, like my mind <laughs> is blown. You have, um, he, he leaves the Sauvignon Blanc on the skins for about two days. And this is Sauvignon Blanc that is unirrigated. So it um, is very powerful. Yeah, they're not they're not like watering the grapes, which is very common in Greece, uh -huh. common all over the world, actually. Yeah. Um, and he's making a wine with very low sulfur additions, if any at all. Um, there's all organic farming, and it just is like a beautiful wine that is a little bit kind of creamy in the mouth. All of those citrus forward. 
um, you know, grapefruity notions that you normally smell with a Sauvignon Blanc are they're there, but they're way in the background. Hmm. Um, they're not in the foreground like a typical Sauvignon Blanc. And then you get the slightest bit of creaminess, like almost like a Chardonnay, but without the oak. I don't want that to stray people. But yeah. just a little bit of, of um, a buttery uh, kind of feeling. And it's a really, really gorgeous wine. And one that um, it's they're kind of it's kind of a hard wine to come across. So you'll have to shop at maybe a few different places. But that's really great if you love Sauv Blanc but want to try something that you've never tried before, you know? Nice, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. The last wine I wanted to mention is a wine that I have to order from the East Coast um, or I have to order from this winery directly. And okay. so all listeners will have to do it too. But I wanted to point her out because she has started, um, this woman, Deidre Heaken, has almost single-handedly, with, with the help of her partner, Caleb Barber, um, to farm and garden local grapes, so hybrid grapes, so not Cabernet Tempranillo, but we're talking about grapes like Marquette mm -hmm. and La Crescent, wines that would do really well here in Minnesota. Yeah. She started, um, so in honor of National Women's History Month, I wanted to showcase her wines because she started a movement of saying, listen, we can make world-class wines out of hybrid grapes. She's located in Vermont, which is why you know, I'm saying you have to you have to go that route to get the wines. Yeah. But um, the wines are made completely without sulfur. They are unfiltered. She's got pet nats, so the naturally sparkling wine that's that are all the rage now. She makes yeah. orange wine, mm. red wines. Um, she wrote a really really great book back in I think 2014. It was um, rated one of the best wine books by <laughs> the New York Times called An Unlikely Vineyard. Okay. And if anybody wants to get romanced by this notion of great farming and living off the land, but also um, just using what you have, which is exactly what she did, um, you know, using these hybrid grapes to make great wine, the book is a really beautiful read that's not a wine book like a lot of technical wine books. It, mm. it reads more like a, you know, a lyrical story. Um, I highly recommend it for, for a nice kind of spring springtime read. And yeah, Deidre Heaken, her, her, uh, her winery is called La Garagista. And a little aside, I think she was like a choreographer for Dirty Dancing, like way back in the day or something like that. Like she's got like a crazy history and like, you know, she, she used to write, she taught dance classes, all these things. Then wow. she's like, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. I'm going to go live in the country, live off the land. And she's, she's killing it. Her wines sell out every single vintage. So. Wow. That's incredible. And uh, yeah. remind us her name again. Her name is Deirdre Heakins. I'll put right. a link to her website uh, up, up on, uh, up on Jazz 88 as well. That sounds great. Now, Jill, you and I often talk about music and we, we had too many people and delicious wines to talk about today, but is there something that you want to hear after perhaps? Why, yes, actually, always. And, and, I, I, yeah, right. I, and I apologize for the listeners that were kind of into that, like, jazz-wine combo. And I'm not necessarily straying away from that forever. Uh, yeah. Just this week, I had those on the brain. And there was no, there wasn't an artist that succinctly linked them all, you know? Right, um, right. So we would be all over the place. I'd be like, can you play this Greek jazz artist? And you'd be like, <laughs> maybe not. Um, but I'd love to hear some Oliver Nelson, if you don't mind. Oh. I love a little sax. Well, yeah, no, of course. Yeah, what would you like to hear from uh, him? He, of course, was a, also an amazing composer and band leader. 
Yeah, I would say, you know, dealer's choice on this one. That's your job. I'll recommend the wines. You recommend the song. How about that? <laughs> that sounds great. Well, uh, I'll choose a tune and we'll uh, get some Oliver Nelson on here in just a moment. And Jill Mott, sommelier from Henry & Son. We'll get all these uh, links up on our website, jazz88.fm. And Jill, we'll have you back in two weeks. Thanks so much. Thank you.